Drainage. Drainage, Jafer, you boy. Drains dry. I'm so sorry. Here, if you have a Tootsie Pop, and I have a Tootsie Pop, and I have a straw, that's it, a str that's a straw, you see. You watching? And my straw reaches across the room and starts to drink your Tootsie Roll Pop. I drink your Tootsie Roll Pop. I drink it up. Did you think your song and dance and your superstition would help you, Jafar? I am the third revelation. I am who the Lord has chosen. I did think my song and dance would help. I get it, because it's in a bowling alley. Do, 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 do. to draft the universe, the Nerdfight Battle Royal. This is the podcast where we pick a topic, pick our favorites, and then fight to the death, or maybe just for bragging rights. I'm Jafer. I'm Chris. And I'm Ben. And we're in the second half of our balls debate. The left one. The first one was the right one, because that's, that's the one you start with. And now Don't we're you mean front and back? I just learned something about about humanity. <laughs> Some people yeah. stand up to wipe. Yeah. That's what? That that is hold on. <laughs> right? That is my thing. Is, don't you take that from me. That is my par it's the parable of the wiping your butt. It is it is meant to illustrate how much of what you consider your universal human experience is less universal than you'd imagine. So Basically, if you have a room of people, you say, hey, hey there, okay, how many of you guys stand up to wipe your butt? And, and no one raises their hands. No, a non-zero amount of people raise their hands because some people stand up to wipe their butts. Some people sit down to poop? <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, where we left off last week, I had four points, Chris had three, and Ben had two. And now, I've stolen two of Jafar's points, so I'm... I'm in the lead. Are, are you stealing two of my points? It was. It was. I, there was a heist in between episodes. Th there was a heist. Yeah, it's true. We were all in on it. What? Hmm. Don't be a child. <laughs> Just. I earned those points. I'm in the lead for like the first time in a long time. Usually I skate by in second and then lose in the finals. Yeah, and usually you don't notice the heist. And then you pick... Oh, it's been weird. going on the whole time? <laughs> <laughs> I'm actually quitting the podcast now. All right, cool. Anyway, so it's me versus Ben for the first match. Uh, All righty. <clears throat> okay. Okay, first off, best ball for a first date. All right. Second... Which ball would you most like to use? That is what it says, right? Not vice. Use, yeah. Okay. Best ball for a first date. Which ball would you most like to use? Tootsie Pop. 1780, a winter's ball. 
and the Schuyler sisters are the envy of all. Jaffer, best ball for a first date. So you're on a date, you have a lovely evening, you go out, you have a nice dinner, lots of conversation, getting to know each other. You spend the time just discussing the small details. I just found out I have ASMR. <laughs> of both of your lives. And no, you listen to McElroy Brothers podcasts, you've known. So you spend this time getting to know each other, reading the details of each other's lives, learning the little things that make a person a person. You go for a walk after your dinner. You go to a bar for a little digestif, glass of wine, a nice thick red, perhaps a Merlot. And as you slowly sip the wine, you think, what could possibly pair with such a rich red boldness? Why, chocolate, of course. And you reach into your pocket and hand your first date a chocolate Tootsie Pop. Ah! <laughs> what, what's wrong, guys? You fucking monster! <laughs> We're not drinking fucking Merlot! <laughs> How about some fava beans in Chianti, you fucking murderer? <laughs> ben. Guys, I just want, it's just a nice day. Just went for a walk and... Ah, I can't get it out of my fucking shoulders. <laughs> it's a permanent case of shivers. Okay, I guess Ben gets to go now. Yeah. Oh, you son of a bitch! <laughs> I hate you so much! I hate you so much! Ben, just go, just go, Ben. Okay, so it's, it's 1780, a winter's ball. Everyone is dressed to the nines. You've got lovely, beautiful socialites. You've got soldiers in their, in their dress blues. Everyone's got their sashes, their medals. Uh, oh, Oh. Uh, women in their beautiful gowns, you've got tea sandwiches, you've got music playing, and you look across the room, and your eyes meet, and... <laughs> the face, the face makes it so much worse, guys. The face makes it so much worse. Uh, but you fall in love. And it's a love that you know is going to last. And you... Ah! <laughs> I'm in hell. I am in hell. Hell is where I live now. I'll spit this out if you give me the point. Reward him for doing this. <laughs> although, <laughs> son of a bitch! Although it is, although it is Jaffer that has made both Ben and I helpless, 
I am more satisfied with Ben's. Winter's ball. He couldn't even give you a real answer. You were engaging in psychological warfare at the time? We will not be, we will not give in to terrorism. I'm just holding a Tootsie Pop right now, just staring at Ben. Just, I know, I know you can't see that because this is radio, but I wanted you all to know. You know what? Here, here we go. I'm just going to put that there, Ben. Truce. I'm, I'm not convinced you don't have another one in your pocket. That would be wise of you. <laughs> Son of a bitch! You can have that one, too. How many do you have? Oh, that's a good question, Ben, isn't it? <laughs> It's a real good question. You know what? Here, I've been pulling them out of my coat pocket. Why don't you just take this, Chris? And you can just take this and the couple of Tootsie Pops that are in it. Jafar, <coughs> do you have one in your butt? No. That's gross. Okay, just move move on. Move on. Don't let don't, All right, don't let him hurt us again. Okay, Ben. Which ball would you most like to use? Okay, so, huh. I enjoy a big to-do. I would love to go to a continental ball. Everybody's doing choreographed dances. I was a musical theater major. You know I get off on that. You know I am super excited to be, you know, dancing, dressed up, and... My wife is related to George Washington. This is our jam. There's family there. All right. Jafar. If memory serves, that ball doesn't really go well for the people that start dating there. Just. It's a magical moment, but there's definitely some, some complex things that arise out of it. Yeah. You know what's not complex? My love of a Tootsie Pop. I know you see me reaching around. <clears throat> um, guys, it's fine. It's okay. Hands up. Hands up here. <laughs> what? <laughs> what? I can't scratch my neck? Guys, <laughs> you gotta calm it back a I little bit. So all much. right? I'm not Hannibal Lecter. I just s- love a Tootsie Pop. So- I, I really enjoy them. And they give me the most joy when I use them. That's readily apparent. As much as Ben might like continental balls, there's something deeply unsettling about how much you like Tootsie Roll Pops. So that one goes to you. Why are you rewarding this? I don't know. Rewarding what? My love of Tootsie Pops? Ben, you just... You clearly have some psychological issues you need to work through, Ben. It's a separate issue. We'll just... It's a separate draft. We're gonna. <laughs> there's always. I hate you so much. What? It's not like I'm just gonna reach into my pocket and grab another one. You've pulled out four so far. Have, has it been four? That means I've only got. What's the, what's the criteria, Ben? Or Chris? Sorry. <clears throat> Use your balls to conquer the universe. Okay, well, this is Draft the Universe.
And as such, I feel like this room is the universe. So I need to conquer this room. So I've got a Tootsie Pop here. And I'm just going to set it down. Because I'm a benevolent ruler who doesn't use fear. Uh, That's good, because I... No, no, I know it hurts you. And I don't want to hurt you, so I'm just going to put that there. Okay, was was that it, Jafar? Well, I mean, if I wanted to conquer the universe, that's probably how I would go about doing it. This is all hypothetical, of course. Okay. <clears throat> ben. All right. Use your balls to conquer the universe. I, go I, ahead, Ben. I'm, I'm pretty, just going to reach into my pocket here. I think my ball conquered the universe when Hamilton won every Tony ever. When it catapulted uh, Lin-Manuel to superstardom. Mm-hmm. When... Uh, uh, ben, hold on. Can you hold that thought for a second? Continue. Did you take those out of my cupboard? No. You bought your own Tootsie Pops? I love Tootsie Pops, Ben. Continue. I didn't mean... I didn't want to take away. I just wanted to share this Tootsie Pops that I have. With the group. Just There's saying, a strawberry one. Have you ever seen a strawberry Tootsie Pop? I have not, actually. They got raspberry now, too. It's crazy. I've seen raspberry, but I've never Don't seen give it. in. Continue with your argument, Ben. Well, no, see, my point is, I enjoy a Tootsie Pop. Me too. I've never cried because of a Tootsie Pop, even after what you've done. And that pushed me close. I have cried because of Hamilton. I know... Chris has cried because of Hamilton. And I know that when I know that when Hamilton comes out as a movie, continue. It's going to win all the Oscars. Oh. And so not only that, because of Hamilton they decided to not redo the $10 bill. It affected our government. Huh. This is just making people not listen to our podcast. Oh, thank God. Okay, let me, uh, let me read this. <clears throat> well, it's been taken out of my hands. They're sending you... Jafar, to the dark room? (laughs) It says that immediately following this episode, you must report to the dark room for punishment. I think I know which room that is. You know, that, that, that really rusted door at the end of the dark hallway with the flickering light. This is the commissioner's universe, not yours. Given to terrorism, Chris. We've grown grown stronger now because of this. He can't hurt us anymore. I'm also taking the strawberry one because I'm just interested. 
this to end. There's one way this ends now, Chris. You would risk more punishment from the commissioner. It's already going to happen. May as well get a point while I'm at it. Give me strength, Ben. Hold my hand. I give the point to Ben. Ah! <laughs> oh, jeez! That was zero licks! That was zero licks! <laughs> now my table is covered in candy chunks. Have you no respect, sir? Like, literally, they made it to me. <laughs> in addition to destroying forever a certain sense that everything was going to end well in the universe. You've also spoiled your dinner. You are a very naughty boy. Already ate. Dirty boy! Dirty boy! Oh, God. Okay, up next is uh, Chris versus Jaffer. All right. Center. Center. Ooh, do you really like them that much? I do. I really love Tootsie Pops. Tootsie Pops are really good. <laughs> well, they're great, but you just, like, you just straight up chomped three in a row. <laughs> you crunched a Tootsie Pop. How did you... I've got strong teeth. I I don't. I can't do that. Okay. I drank a lot of milk. Thanks, Mom. Uh... Oh, look at me. I'm not lactose intolerant. You're right. I'm not. <laughs> All right. Which ball... Is the best guest on a late night TV show. Und. Write the beginning of a creepy pasta based on your balls. Now, for the uninitiated, Chris, what is a creepy pasta? Uh, that would be a spooky, scary story um, on the internet, usually surrounding some form of technology, which um, more gullible listeners could reasonably believe was actually available or true. Um, Slenderman would be a great example of a creepypasta. All right. Chris, your choice. <clears throat> All right. Pokeballs, I choose you. Okay. And Jaffer. Pac-Man. Did you All know right. Did you know that his name was originally Paku Paku-Man? <laughs> we fuck that. <laughs> Dodgeball. I'm taking Dodgeball. <laughs> All right. Okay, Chris, tell me about uh, Pokemon on a late night TV show. Okay. Um, <clears throat> so the thing that's necessary to know about Pokeballs is that they are a very advanced form of technology. Essentially, what you've got is a system that takes. Um, an object, usually a creature of some size, um, and it stores it um, as, I'm assuming light, or, or as some kind of digital, perhaps some fiber optic digital s signal. Something, yeah. The main thing to note here is that um, when you put a Pokemon inside of a Pokeball, the Pokeball is not heavier, which means that you can fit anything in a Pokeball um, and so, I'm going on to the late night television show um, with something from the Rock Gym in my Pokeball. 
uh, Dwayne The Rock Johnson, because he's just lovely. He's a really great talk show uh, guest. He's got some really excellent um, some some stories, and and he's just very heartfelt. And he fits perfectly in a Pokeball because anything fits in a Pokeball. He doesn't remember how he got there though, so you will have to fill him in at the, at the you know the other end of that journey. Jim I mean, the, the Rock is lovely, but I think what you're neglecting to mention right now is one thing that all Pokemon that come out of a Pokeball have in common is that they're so confused they can only say their name. Dwayne. Dwayne. Yeah, there you go. I just wanted to hear the voice. Thank you. Um, so, Hold, no, that's not a good... That's Dwayne. I, I, how does The Rock sound? Well, how do you it think? doesn't matter how the rock sounds. I'm so proud of you right now. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that was good. There good you job, go. Chris. I love you, Chris. Thank you. There was Thank you. There was some. I really, I some... really wanted that setup to land, and I'm glad it did. <laughs> there was some labyrinthine twist to get to that point. It was a very good improv, like little back and forth going good. on there. Okay. Yeah. Yes. All right. Speaking of fun little improv, so the dodgeball. The cruelest of balls is going to go on late night. He's going to go on, like, Conan. And Conan's going to be all, like, talking to Paul Rudd. It's like, oh, let's show a clip. And then just dodgeball in the face. Right? Paul Rudd or Conan? Or Andy? Um, Ideally, something where, it, like... Because of how they sit, I imagine it, like, hits Paul Rudd and then, like, bounces and hits Conan. Okay. All right, so we're talking a, a really kind of trick ricochet shot. Yeah, gotcha. and then you see it bounce off camera. Yeah. And then it, like, you know, you get, you're on Jimmy Kimmel, and literally it's, like, in the time it would take to travel, not, like, physically across, but, like, from the screen to screen. Like, if you had them next to each other, it'd be, like, Paul Rudd, Conan, Jimmy Kimmel. Matt Damon. Matt Damon. Seth Meyers. And it just, like works its way through all of late night in one of the hardest to time but most rewarding gags in TV history. That'd be really cool. And they've done, they've tried to do similar stuff with late night shows before where it's all like, Conan will be like, oh, I'll be right back. And he like runs off stage and then like walks in on another set of another late night show that's currently airing. Mm -hmm. They've done stuff like that before. So I think it's possible. I think it'd be a lot of fun. I appreciate your idea, Jafar. Chris made a wrestling reference. Chris wins. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Ben. All right. Write the beginning of a creepypasta based on your ball. It took everything to just not bite into that Tootsie Pop right now. I appreciate that. <laughs> I think can we all just agree off the bat... Angel hair is the creepiest pasta. Angel hair has this thing where if you put it in, like, cheese sauce, it, like, clumps really weird. Yeah, it's bizarre. I think... I think linguine noodles that are too wide are the creepiest. I can get down on some linguine. But what if it was, like, so wide that you had to fold it in half lengthwise to get it in your mouth? That would be pretty scary. 
Width-wise? Lengthwise. So it's... So, so it is wider. It's a linguine noodle that is wider than your mouth. We're talking about a noodle... So yeah, width-wise, not lengthwise. You're folding it lengthwise. Oh, okay, I follow now. Yeah, like a very long taco, except it's made... It, we're basically talking about... Imagine that somebody made fettuccine Alfredo, but they made it with lasagna noodles. Isn't that so scary? Probably. Can we agree bow ties are the fanciest pasta? Oh, yeah, definitely. This is a real strong tangent here. <laughs> I, I was trying to add some levity. <laughs> I haven't even told my dodgeball creepy pasta yeah. yet. Okay. Okay. Jafar, get creepy with it. Okay, hold on. Let me set down that Tootsie Pop. Oh. <laughs> Please. <laughs> Please don't. <laughs> All right, so I think we've reached the end of that bit. <laughs> I'm just gonna say it. It's guys, I'm not I'm not gonna do it again. I don't believe you. I've been hurt before. <laughs> guys, I'm not gonna do it again this episode. Okay. Guys, I'm not gonna do it this again this episode before the credits. Okay. Guys, I'm not gonna do it again right now. <laughs> okay, <sighs> so Yeah, breathe. It's important. Especially because I'm about to spook you guys. Alright, okay. so in the seventh grade. Puberty is around the corner. You feel your voice crack in Miss Mackle's science class. Oh my god, is Miss Mackle's a ghost? She might be. She's probably a vampire. She's so pale and always dresses in black. Vampires are spooky. And a vampire ghost is real. As your voice cracks, the other students point and laugh. Puberty is terrifying. But not as terrifying as what's about to happen. For you're about to go to gym class. Oh my god, is the gym room haunted? It might be. You go to gym and you change out of your normal clothes. Oh my god, are your gym shorts haunted? They might be. And as you put on your white shirt and tube socks and gym shorts, the other children point and laugh. They're cruel. So cruel. And then when you go out to the gym floor, Coach Bennett is there. Is Coach Bennett a mummy? He might be. (laughs) Coach Bennett points at the rack on the wall, and you know what that means today is for. On the rack, three rows of perfectly placed red rubber balls. So unforgiving, so violent. Rubber balls? Why wouldn't you just use the foam cord balls? Because it's time for dodgeball. Okay. Okay, okay, I'm sorry. I knocked my microphone over from spookiness. I think he spooked himself. Okay, let's... uh, I will go back a couple of words so that I can resume my story. Okay. It's time for dodgeball. Uh, okay, I'm going to try it again. Okay. Okay. 
it's time for dodgeball! Ah! Yes. Now, you're playing dodgeball. And the girl who sits next to you in Miss Mackle's class, her name is Ellen. And you've got a crush on her. Oh my god, is she dead? She might be. <laughs> She's on the other team. And she didn't laugh at you as hard as your other classmates did. Oh my god, is she in when love with you? When her voice cracked, she might be. And has she picks up the ball after the face-off, she stares at you, and she goes to throw. And at the last minute, she smiles and turns and throws the ball towards Jimmy Rogers, the fuck. The Jimmy. biggest bully in class. She's going to take him out. And you're so excited. But suddenly in midair, the ball twists and flies right for you. The dodgeball is haunted. So yeah, that's my creepy story. All right, Chris. <clears throat> Sorry, didn't mean to make noise. <laughs> and that's the end of our Halloween special. Join us next week as Jafar eats 17 Tootsie Roll Pops <laughs> and tells us about a haunted notebook. Ooh. Is the notebook haunted? It might be. <laughs> okay. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> In the land of Kanto, Ash is on his quest to become the greatest of them all, to catch them all. And he's out in the wilds. Let's say that this is route two and a half. It's a, it's a creepy route that, that doesn't exist on the map, but once you find it, you go down it. And he sees a very strange, weirdly colored radicate. It's orange. Ah, uh, spooky. Aren't radicates normally orange? Oh, they're purple. purple. It's a shiny radicate. No, that's radicate. No, that's Radicates are orange. It's a shiny radita. Okay. okay, cool. <laughs> Ash is so excited he's never seen a shiny Pokemon before. He gets ready and he throws his Pokeball. But oh, what's that? What happens at the last moment? <gasps> That's Misty, on the other side of the, the grass. She threw her Pokeball at the same moment, but hers got there first. It bounces off the shiny Rattata, and the Rattata is captured, and then instantaneously, Ash's Pokeball hits the Pokeball. And what's that? The Pokeball is absorbed into the Pokeball. And all of a sudden, there's a catastrophic nuclear explosion. And everyone in Kanto dies. Because if you put a Pokeball inside another Pokeball, the whole world blows up. 200 years later, a long lost descendant of Ash emerges from Vault 17 
into the Kanto Wilderlands. That's right. Fallout 5. Out this month. I would be super excited for Fallout 5. Um... Yeah, I'm I'm not scared of Fallout 5. I'm real excited for it. Pokemon Fallout with loot boxes. Oh. Well, there you go. That is terrifying. Um, but is it haunted? It might be. And did you fair win this one? Yes. Okay. It's very rude that you were both on your cell phones for the entirety of my very spooky story. I was looking up if, what color radicates were. <laughs> I was just pulling up the Pokemon sound for you. Okay. Thank so you. I could time it good. In okay. Yeah, so I was just trying to bro out. I appreciated the sound effect. Thank you for yeah, your... Yeah, it was good timing. Thank you for I your hope, excellent I, Foley work. Yeah. I just... I wasn't used to playing <sighs> Pokemon in color, so I didn't actually know. <laughs> that's fair. Uh, that's, that's Yeah, that is, that's a good yeah. point. All right. Oh my God! It's Pokemon Red, but it's in color. Ooh. <laughs> but is the Game Boy? <laughs> okay. You know what? Done. Continuing on. Yes. Let's let's stop doing the voices. All right. <laughs> Best ball for spending time with your sweetie. Chris. I've been kind of feeling a little bummed out lately. You know, work has got me down. Yeah, man. Constantly traveling. You know, it's uh, it's been pretty rough. There's nobody to keep me company on the road. And of course, you know, I could bring a friend with me, but airfare is really expensive. So I think I kind of figured out the way to, to kind of get on top of this and, and bring somebody along for the ride to, to enjoy some of, the, some of the excellent restaurants on the road and kind of break up the monotony of travel, right? So, so I got my friend on my belt and my trusty little Pokeball. When we land in St. Louis, which is where I traveled for work for a while. Because uh, this, this is a true story. It's not a spooky story, but it is a true story. I waited until I got outside of the airport, because, of course, you don't want to let them know that you've figured out how to game their system. And I, uh, you know, I, I, I grabbed the Pokeball off of, my, off of my belt, and I whispered to it gently, You ready for an excellent bros weekend? Dwayne The Rock Johnson? who I've kept in my Pokeball this whole time. Dwayne The Rock Johnson, I choose you. Dwayne, Dwayne. <laughs> I, I feel like that is so obvious that somebody must have done it before, but I can't think of it. <laughs> and I think that we might have just done something very clever. <laughs> but of course, it's, it's almost certainly been done before, but I don't know where. I think there was like a whole YouTube video with The Rock and a Pokeball for Pokemon Go. Yeah? When it came out, yeah. Huh. All right. Maybe he was catching them or something. There was something with the rock and Pokemon. I've seen that. All right, you're fair. Um, I already told my story, man. Ellen throws the ball at the bully. Fall in love and get married. Buy a house two blocks from the draft bunker. It's pretty great. It might be. Chris gets the point. <laughs> <laughs> no, it is. It, it, it is. It's pretty great. It might be. No, 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 we've been doing it for a little bit now. It's pretty great. But is your marriage haunted? It might be. It, it's, it's not. It's, it's great. Is this episode of Draft the Universe haunted? 
it might be. <laughs> All right. Last one is Chris versus Ben. Okay, let me reach into the ball pit here. We've got Ben versus Chris. The first criteria. Which ball involves the best food? And write a commercial for your ball. Okay. Ben, you pick first. All right. I'm going with Ping Pinball. I'm going with the Dragon Balls. Hmm. Okay. Which ball involves the best food? Ben. Pinball. Let's hear it. You never just play pinball at a place where good times are not had. You are going to an arcade. You're going to, uh, in some more uh, uh, hipstery places, a pinball bar, like the Pyramid Scheme over in Grand Rapids. Or you're going to an arcade in a bowling alley. You have all the kinds of balls there. And all of those places, you are getting a different kind of fun food. Bowling alley, you get, you know, your, your uh, pitchers of beer and your pizzas and your, your nachos your hipster bars, you've got uh, artisan uh, hot dogs and uh, and big old things of chili fries. And at arcades, you've got just big old tubs of popcorn and a big old soda. And you're walking around and you're throwing your tokens in. You don't just play pinball on an empty stomach. There has to be a twist. Chris, go ahead. <clears throat> First step, we put in a little bit of oil, let the garlic simmer just a little bit, right? Mm, okay. Then goes the chicken. Okay. Good amount of chicken. Okay. Probably enough for two people, right? Let's call this a meal for two. Um, you, let, you let that cook until it's just about done. You throw in some broccoli and some carrots. Mm. Maybe some some diced peppers, mm. right? Yeah, it's yeah. good. Um, you 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 gently drizzle some sauce on top of that. You know what kind of sauce? Um, mixture of hoisin sauce, ho hoisin sauce, um, a little bit of uh, a little bit of soy, a little bit of ter teriyaki, and uh, so three different types of soy sauce. Continue. So <laughs> it's it's for it's 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 a secret family recipe, and it, it ends with a touch. Of chili oil, okay, for heat, right? You finish that up. You put maybe six or seven cups of rice into a rice cooker. It's a lot of rice. It is a lot of rice. Um, did you do the dishes? Of course. Okay, so you've got all your bowls ready. Mm -hmm. Okay, so so you've got an excellent, you know, stir fry for two. Mm -hmm. You've got enough rice for maybe, let's say, twelve people conservatively. Okay. Right? Uh, and then you sit down. And you eat all of it. Just you. Right? Okay. Okay. And then you, you just Goku the place. You just so and yeah, and, and, and afterwards, as as the, the stacks of, of, of bowls and plates are arrayed before you like like a like a, a desecrated battlefield. Yeah. The lacuna deep within you is still hungering. Of course. The void has not been filled. You must eat more. 
And so you go out and you have a turkey dinner and you eat the whole thing and then you order another turkey dinner. Okay, been there, yeah. Of that yes. life. Next stop, the Golden Corral. This is really just to mitigate the distance between you and the closest Olive Garden. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's a pit stop to refuel along the way. Um, but, you, but you do hit up the chocolate fountain. You eat a couple of slices of maybe uninteresting pizza. And then you're at the Olive Garden. And guess what today is? Unlimited pasta, soup, and All you can eat soup, salad, breadsticks, and pasta day. Oh, yeah. Guess how long you're there, Jafar? Until they close? Until Judgment Day. Okay. Um, well, the question was, which involves the best food? Um, By definition, all of food. You have eaten every food. Um... I'm still stuck in creepypasta mode. Yeah, man. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, uh, Ben described a bunch of shitty bar food at, like, four different venues, and Chris went to Golden Corral. It wasn't uh, shitty bar food. It was... All bar food is shitty food. I disagree. There are bars that have good food. That food is not bar food. <laughs> Tubs of popcorn and giant sodas? Come on. Regardless... I think you both fucked up. Popcorn does not fill the void within but Goku. But Chris, stop. Stop shooting yourself in the foot, Chris. <laughs> you get the point, but not for your lacuna, which was an excellent usage of that word, but Thank for you. your delightful stir-fry you opened with. See, if I was going Dragon Ball, I would have gone with roasted dinosaur tail. That's fair, yeah. Yeah, I mean, you I was, eat that. I think I was catering towards something I knew that Jafar would have a, a more vivid mental image of, of the taste, you know? Yeah, the stir fry was good. You could have just left it at Gokuing that bitch, and you would have had it. But the hunger. <laughs> so, write a commercial for your ball slash balls. This is gonna be a monster episode. We go off on so many long tangents. That's why we split them into two, Chris. <laughs> yep. All right, Ben. All right, so... No, no, Chris. Yeah, Chris, you go first. <laughs> I was telling you to go. Oh, right, yeah, I went last, <laughs> so I go first. Okay. That, for those wondering if it counts at home, that does mark off the Jafar has to explain the rules again square, even though I didn't have to really get into it. Okay. <clears throat> so, it's a commercial? Yeah. Am I selling them? It's a commercial. Yeah. Okay. New from Bandai. Real Dragon Balls. Real working Dragon Balls. What do you wish for? I want a brand new skateboard. I want a pony. I want friends who will never leave me ever. Your wish is granted. One set of Dragon Balls is now available. No price, just find them. Okay. Bring back your dead parents. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, God. <laughs> I mean, they do do that. Yeah, they do. <laughs> 
Ben, commercial time. Okay. Uh, well, no dead parents in mine. Uh, it just starts off black. And then you see a light, and it's coming towards you. Bigger, bigger. And then you are flying up the chute. And you come around the corner, and you see all the bright lights and the... Uh, the metal bouncers, and you're flinging back and forth just as, uh, you know, the music kicks in, and then it pulls up, and you're watching the ball. But it's not just a ball, because this is the pinball experience. You're in a Zorb inside a giant pinball machine. (laughs) As somebody gets to play it. Don't worry about the moral implications of a multi-ball and what that does to you and your psyche uh, as you are split across many multiple Zorbs. Just think about the fun as you're ricocheting around. Bing, 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 bing. And don't worry about the... the Excessive cleanup of vomit. Yeah, I'm... This, this, I am not a roller coaster dude, and this is not fun. I'm going to wish my dead parents back to life. Chris gets the point. <laughs> I'm sorry, but it did, it did sound pretty fun. If it's not hard to I, clean up the vomit from I, the inside of a Zorb, it's just plastic. You just hose it down. Uh, yeah, but what what do you do with all the with all the like clones of you? Like, which one gets to live at the end of the whole thing? Don't worry about it. Okay. okay. Who do you think cleans up all the vomit? The clones are now the property of Pinball Inc. Multi-ball! Multi-ball! No. No, this is done. Chris gets the point. Alright. <laughs> Alright, that puts Chris at seven, Jaffer at six, and Ben at four as we head into the finals. Alright. I hope you guys are ready for this. <clears throat> okay. Number one. How many licks to the center of your ball? And to number two, which ball loses your interest the fastest? Okay, so for that one, are we arguing that our ball is the fastest, or are we arguing that our ball holds the attention for the longest? The one you lose interest in fastest. So the the, the, the winner... The most boring of the Yeah, balls. you're picking the one that is just like, I'm done with this in five minutes. Chris. <sighs> well, it's the last round of the night, right? Mm-hmm. You know, I think I think we all know what that means. In fact, it is getting rather late, isn't it? Yes. Yes. And I, and this this terrible little baby brother of mine is getting very, very annoying. Um, I just I wish somebody would take him away from here. Goblin King, take him away from here. I'm going with David Bowie's balls. Ball. Balls. Ball. ball. You got his contact juggling ball from Labyrinth. He had two. He has three. He He actually has four in some scenes. Does he really do four at once? Yeah, he has like this. It's it's the. Oh yeah, he does the hand. It's it's three of them. Okay. Let's let's say that they. Yeah. It it seems. Sorry, I was just thinking the one on his hands. Yeah. No. Okay. It it seems like there there's there's definitely uh, a, a set of them. I'll say that four at the most, but usually just like he's using like one. Yeah, like tosses it to somebody. But yeah, like, so yeah, David Bowie's magical glass balls. Okay. Jafar? Um, you didn't reuse one. And 
I don't think I will either. I'm going to go with Pac-Man. Okay. Okay. Chris, how many licks to the center of your balls? A very sexy infinite number of licks, Ben. Because the more you lick, the more you are enchanted, the longer you will stay in this fantasy realm. You can spend an infinite amount of time licking David Bowie's balls. Jafar, how many licks to the center of Pac-Man? Well, Pac-Man, also, you will not get through by licking, much like David Bowie's magical glass balls. However, Pac-Man has a tongue. And he will lick back. Let's get in there. Unless you're a ghost, then it's just one lick. And then he turns inside out. That is true. So Chris gets the point. But Chris isn't a ghost. He might be. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you for following the setup. (laughs) Okay. Jafar, which ball loses your interest the fastest? When was the last time you played Pac-Man? It's been a long time. Yeah, it has. And how long did you play Pac-Man when you played Pac-Man last? Not very long. There we are. Mm-hmm. Chris? I mean, throwing aside the obvious argument that the whole thing never happened to begin with, right? He hasn't seen Labyrinth, so... Oh, shit, okay. <laughs> um, well, Ben... Suffice it to say that Jennifer Connelly makes a questionable call about her baby brother, who is then whisked away to a fantasy land by David Bowie, mm-hmm. who, for all intents and purposes, for the rest of the film, he might be charming, but he is a baby napper. Um, uh, and she meets up with a number of strange puppet friends. Um, most of them are very large puppets or... Um, or small people inside of puppet suits. There's a lot of really freaky stuff. There's a magical ball, um, like like a like a ball with dancing and and strange large bubbles and plenty of elfin magical people with with fancy masks. Um, and the whole thing ends with this like weird scene in this M.C. Escher like room where David Bowie is just like. It's exhausting to live up to your expectations of me, which really kind of comes out of nowhere because, like, the her expectations were, like, get rid of this little baby brother that I've got that I really find annoying. Um, and he certainly lived up to that expectation pretty fast and without any warning. Um, uh, so, yeah, I'm going to say that um, um, my, my ball holds holds your interest about as long as I held your interest with the explanation of that film. So, still longer than a game of Pac-Man. It does sound more interesting. So I'm giving <laughs> that one to Jafar. <laughs> Smell bad. <laughs> That's for all the Labyrinth fans out there. Alright. I actually like Labyrinth. It's a really beautiful film. It's great, even, yeah. Even if it is very weird, and even if there's an awful lot of cod piece in it. I can't tell you how many times I've seen stoners play with a contact juggling ball for, like, 
four to six hours straight just staring at it. It's just like, there's no way. It's fine. It was the criteria. Just, whew. All right. Cast the star of a movie about your balls. <laughs> um, Chris? We, we've both had movies. <laughs> I mean, I know the I know the clever castings for both of us right now. Um, but Is it Chris Jericho? <laughs> I'm gonna tell you right now, Chris. There is a right answer. Uh, so I think uh, let's let's say that um, we're doing a remake of Labyrinth, right? You need to recast David Bowie, which is really tough. His absence is particularly felt in, in, this, in this, this remake of Labyrinth. I think that rather than trying to find somebody who does a really good David Bowie, like um, Jermaine from Flight of the Concords, <laughs> um, I think that you go with something a little bit truer to the spirit of David Bowie, somebody whom I feel David Bowie might have had or would have had a lot of respect for, somebody who matches his level of investing in characters and androgyny and weird, sexy ambivalence and, and all, the, all the wonderful things that surround David Bowie. So I'm going to say that playing David Bowie, the Goblin King, in the remake of Labyrinth, Janelle Monet, the arch-android. All right. Jafar. Who stars in the Pac-Man movie? I mean, if we have to cast someone as the title character, which I'm not entirely sure, like... I think this was already done in an Adam Sandler film. <laughs> yes. Um, but, but we're not going to hold yeah, that against yeah, you. <laughs> I appreciate that, yeah. Um, I mean, I, I think Josh Gad was in that. So at yes, least, he was. So at least it had that. And Peter Dinklage. Yeah. So, um, I mean, I haven't seen that movie. But I mean, Destiny 1 had Peter Dinklage in it. Um, it's not always a recipe for success. But if I have to uh, cast a floating head that flaps its mouth, there's only one possible person to cast, and that's Matt Frewer. Max Headroom? Oh, Fucking wow. Ben, come on. Really? Max Headroom? I'm familiar with it. I've never watched it. To fair? I thought you were going to say Brian Cranston because he played Zordon. <laughs> Brian Cranston is maybe the better joke here. Um, I, I was expecting Max Headroom to land. Max Headroom... Uh, Max Hedrum. It was before my time. So, so the, no, it wasn't. No, no, no. D disclaimer here. Um, ben and I are a year apart, uh, and then between the two of us and you, we have um, four years. Yeah, four years. Those four years are exactly <laughs> the window between Max Headroom hitting and not hitting. <laughs> when was Max Head? It was early. Okay. Yeah. Uh... Yeah, okay, maybe maybe Max Headroom was right. I w Max Headroom was came out before I was born. Okay. And so I would have seen it in reruns. Um maybe I'm getting a little bit too far up my own ass on this one, but like I would love to see Michael Sarah playing Pac-Man. <laughs> just for the the, the levels justice, on it. But the also, justice from But also uh, can Scott you Pilgrim. can you can you imagine just like a Pac-Man <sighs> who's just like walk waka 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 like just really kind of like Waka waka. Um, 
awkward, you know? Right. Like, he's like, Michael Sarah. it's just, like, him wearing all yellow, running down the street, picking up, like, pieces of candy and eating them. <laughs> and then, like, Aubrey Plaza's a ghost. <laughs> and she's just all like, what are you doing? And he turns around and runs. <laughs> May, Whit- May Whitman, right? Yeah. Is that from Arrested Development? I'm thinking the right actress? Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's, that's um, yeah. Lexi, right? Yeah, is also there, and, like, she's a ghost. <laughs> Just the, the cast of Scott Pilgrim versus the, the, is the world or the universe in the film? The, the film is the world. Okay, so Scott Pilgrim versus the world. Uh, the cast of that <laughs> is getting re- reunited for the Pac-Man film. Yeah, man. <laughs> cast in that is surprisingly deep. Yes, it's it is. real good. Because you didn't even mention Brie Larson or Anna Kendrick. Or Chris I'm, Evans. I mean, I was... Give me time. <laughs> <laughs> um... In my personal opinion, there were right answers to both of this. Uh, Jafar for Pac-Man, I would have gone with Michael Chiklis. Isn't he dead? I don't think so. You never know, I really. thought he died. I, th- I thought he harassed women. I don't know. I don't know about you, that. You can never tell in this day and age. Yeah. No, he's alive. Okay. Who am I thinking... There was an actor who was also in, like, a cop drama that passed away that was, like, around the same time as The Shield. I'm not sure. Okay. And, Chris, I would have gone with Jennifer Connelly. Have her play the Goblin Queen. Oh, that would have been good. That would have been real good. Um, as it is, though, uh, I'm going to give this one to Chris. Thank you. I'm I'm I am I'm enjoying the idea of the the uh, the remake of of Labyrinth being Janelle Monae music. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I think that'd be a lot of fun. <laughs> Janelle Janelle Monae is great. Yep. All right. So that gives Chris the win. Jafar, I I probably should have made Jafar win just so we didn't pick next week's topic, but. Uh, you probably should have given me a point for not picking Tootsie Rolls in the final. Yeah, fair enough. Because, and then I come in last that, once again. I was thinking about it. <laughs> there, there's a pile of them in front of it's me. It's true. Okay. And I could have told you how many licks it would take. I was worried about that. I mean, clearly not worried enough. Well, you did zero. How much worse could it have gotten? <laughs> All right. In the 50s. So, fair. What are we drafting next time? All right. So this in about eight days from now of airing, we have Solo, a Star Wars story hitting. Mm -hmm. I know that we are all big Star Wars fans. It's true. And I know, especially Ben and I have had very long conversations about the Star Wars Extended Universe and the books, and we spent a lot of time in our childhood reading those books. Um, So I want to draft Star Wars characters in honor of the first character-based Star Wars story film that we're getting. All right. Sure. Well, that'll be a lot of fun. And I get the first pick. You do. I get the last pick. You do. Number one pick, Ponda Baba.
That's not true. That's not true at all. <laughs> <laughs> Number one pick, Puppet Yoda. Mm, you know... There are worse picks. Um, I mean, Puppet Yoda technically includes Puppet Yoda from episode one, which was disturbing. Was he in episode one? Yeah. yeah. And then they yeah. redid it. They redid him as CGI, yeah, afterwards. Because, yeah. <coughs> yeah, they did, they made him just like they made Yaddle in episode one. And you're just <laughs> like, oh, God, this is terrible. <laughs> but, yeah, right. Puppet Yoda, Empire, <laughs> solid. And Last Jedi, so good. Yeah. I've got I've got I've got some fun picks. I'm excited. I've got a lot of fun picks and cool. I don't get to pick before Ben and I'm sad about that cuz I, mean, I know that means I'm not getting I think Ben and I have the same first pick for this one. I don't know. We'll see. We'll see. I mean, I'm really more of a Dune guy myself, but uh number 1 pick Luke Skywalker in just the worst week. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, it's our time together has come to a close, children. Thank you for tuning in. Let's not do that. No? <laughs> no just This has been a weird enough episode as yeah, it is. Let's just see ourselves out. <laughs> All right. Thanks, as always, to the Kickstand Band for our theme song, How It Feels. You can find their music at thekickstandband.bandcamp.com. And, as always, feel free to shoot us an email at draftuniversegmail.com. Uh, let us know what you think, how you're feeling. Uh, let us know about what you think about our draft picks. What your thoughts are about Tootsie Roll Pops. How many licks it takes you to get to the center of one. Mm-hmm. I'd love to hear that. All right. He really would. Yeah, he would. And uh, why don't you tell us that on Facebook.com slash DraftTheUniverse, uh, Twitter.com slash DraftTheVerse, and on either platform, use the hashtag DraftTheUniverse. Do, 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 do. Westworld's really good, Ben. I believe it. I just don't have HBO. I've given you HBO before, I thought. No. I asked, and you were like, it's my sister's. Oh, I can't sign into I've it. I've had my own HBO for, like, over a year now. Oh. Well, the last time I asked, you were still on your sister's. Oh, no, no, I'm totally on my own now. I've got two years of it for free from Comcast because I called them bitched. Oh, ah, okay. So, yeah, I can totally hook you up with... I can't put it on your PlayStation... Because Microsoft pays Comcast a shit ton of money to not authorize HBO on PlayStations. HBO has nothing to do with it. But Microsoft pays Comcast to not let it on PlayStations. You know what? So if Controversial you have a... opinion time. Fuck Comcast. <laughs> I thought you said controversial. Um, but I can set it up on your Xbox... If you use that for anything still, if it's even plugged in. It, it I think, is. 
can you sign in on Amazon Prime? Mm-mm. Okay. I can't sign in on Amazon Prime, uh, but if you have a Chromecast, I can sign in on your phone. You've got a Fire Stick. I can sign in on your Fire Stick. Okay. We'd have to set up a Fire Stick. You've got a Fire Stick. What are you, my ex-girlfriend? We're talking about the uh, the TV thing, not not anything fun. I'm talking about the TV thing, too. Oh, okay. okay. I was assuming she was some sort of carny person. Yeah, I, I just assumed she was carnival folk. I mean, I'm not saying you've got a type, Chris, but... I mean, she was, but... <laughs> <laughs> and there's her button. <laughs> <laughs>